on last week's Irrevelations. Because let's face it, if a woman isn't pumping out babies, what the f*** is she doing? Isn't having one half a husband as good as ten sons? She doesn't give a f*** what happens with the child. Take it, leave it. She just wants it to be born. She's basically a Republican. It's like, I'm not drunk, I'm just really, really f***ing sad. It's starting to feel like the Levites are actually Italians. To me, this is just like when God plagued the Native Americans with disease right before the settlers and pilgrims showed up. 9-11, the results speak for themselves. Before we turn to the word, I would like to say that I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Neither they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. There was a uh, story in the news in San Antonio today Okay. that the baby born with no skin was able to return home. And I thought these Gen Zers had thin skin. Goodness gracious, the next generation, (laughs) they don't even have any. (laughs) That's wild, huh? Great. Um, yeah. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that about? You know they're called Generation Alpha? Generation Alpha? I, Why we went all I had the way to look it up for this Z joke, but then I didn't even use it in the joke. Because we got all the way around Z. Gen Z isn't having kids, are they? Oh, shit. It's 2019. No, Gen Z's not having kids, but a lot of millennial children, millennials' children are Gen Alpha. Gen Z ended at like 2013 or something. Gen Alpha. I never really yeah. understood the whole. Like, I remember people having like, like, I'm the Pepsi generation or whatever. I was like, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't think this is legitimate. I don't. Yeah, I don't need labels. Just let me know when I can have sex. I mean, with we you. all agree that Boomer is an accurate interpretation, but. Oh yeah, that's a good one. They're the worst. I mean, I know everyone already says it, but. <laughs> I know you're 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 bandwagoning your Boomer hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bandwagoner, definitely. I don't I don't try out new trends. Um, I'm much more of comfortable. Uh, in the back of the bus. Right. You, you see what's working for others, and you yeah. just jump on. For marginal return, by the way. Definitely the that's guys... Why I uh, that's why I would have been a bad Rosa Parks, because I just would have sat back there. Yeah. No, no. Would, like, I'm fine. What would have been is that there would have been Rosa Parks getting the shit kicked out of you. like, okay, I'm going to try that like two, three weeks from now. I'm going to see how this, <laughs> Let's see how this works out. And then after everyone's already... After the buses are already shut down and the boycott's like... In full swing, you're like, and I'm not getting on the bus either. And everyone's like, look at this. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we know. The word is we hero. <laughs> the word. They're like, we'll just beat the shit out of you if you do get on, you scab fuck. And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's why I forgot. <laughs> I like your, I like your characterization of the civil rights movement. Uh, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty tasteful. Well, if you cross the lines and don't don't boycott, you're a scab fuck. Yeah, it's that easy. Oh my god. Uh, you know what I just saw? I, I, not, not to derail us in the middle of a conversation there, but uh, Bagel Boss? Remember Bagel Boss guy? Yeah. I have an update. I have an update. Okay. So, it better be good because oh, we did good. derail us. It's good. Okay. Oh, boy. So if we recall, Bagel Guy, uh, a 45-year-old manlet, 
who got into an argument with a bunch hey. of women just had a He's stroke. A <laughs> what? He had a stroke? <laughs> like, in a, like in a public public space, he was just out there jerking uh, off. Chris, Bagel Boss Morgan suffered a stroke Wednesday. His manager said, wait, I think that might be the manager at whatever sub shop he works at. Uh He's a sub shop. Guy? No, I don't know. It says manager, makes... but it's not like it's his, like his. It's not like he's a musician. So maybe it just like I've never heard of like. No, he has a manager now because he's getting enough publicity. Oh, he's gonna real. make it big. So he need to get a manager for all that that uh, fucking opportunities coming his way ever since he yelled at women. Yeah, he was gonna do a fight with someone. Uh, Morgan seems not to be alert and is slumped as he rests in the care of doctors. Oh no. Oh, this is getting sad. His manager. If there's not footage of him having the stroke, I'm he's canceled. His he currently has it. no feeling on one side and won't open his eyes. His manager Bill Shannon wrote on a GoFundMe page. Oh no, ask, this guy's not getting. Can it. I? Let me ask you a question. What about, Why would women do this to Bagel Boss? <laughs> <laughs> They're not happy. They're never happy. It wasn't enough not to fuck him. Now you got to fucking blow out a now they give him a portion of his stroke. brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it is. I, I tell you what, he probably was so backed dude. up from No Nut November <laughs> that his blood pressure skyrocketed and, uh, and blew out a, yeah. he blew a fuse in his fucking brain. Keep that in mind, people. Don't take No Nut November <laughs> too seriously. You could die. Especially, especially if it's been November your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think his arms might yeah. be too stubby to reach. That's the real crime here. Oh. There should be a, dude, what if the Counting Crows did a uh, tribute to him? <laughs> but they just made it long November. <laughs> uh, very good. Point. It'll be about the bagel boss not yeah, getting late. Be, oh, it's just a it's just a photo of him in the hospital. Should we be laughing at this? I don't I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we agreed. We're we're, we're on the same page here. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love that uh, the man has just had a stroke and um yeah, he, so he has a GoFundMe page that thus far has raised two hundred and fifty-five dollars. That ought to. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, and they have this photo. I'll, I'll read the article. It's on the Daily Mail, so who who knows? But it's like a photo of a fucking woman spreading her legs, and it has like Instagram Sarah Rusi. The stroke occurred just nine days after a Boston webcam model claimed Morgan wouldn't stop harassing her after they met sexting for a her, couple actually. of work projects. Sexting her? Yeah, he was sexting. I'm reading a different story about right. it. What, what's yours? Give me some background. It says he was sexting her. That, yeah, so basically this is why we're allowed to laugh at his stroke. He's fucking harassing the shit. Oh my god! Out of this woman, I'm reading one of the. I'm reading her. one of the texts. There's actually pictures. One of the, here's the picture of. Oh, <laughs> why would they do this? <laughs> it's a photo of him just shirtless in front of a fucking like your classic classic shirtless. But he's taking a picture with a with his camera phone like he's never used one. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awesome. He's, Look it up, folks. Yeah, it's, it's uh, check this guy's out. Uh, I, I love I, the whole point was that he was just such a tiny tiny man filled with. 90% insecurity, uh, and he was texting her, I told him I have a boyfriend, but Chris kept saying, you could do so much better. He kept telling me how famous he was and asked me, how does it finally, how does it feel finally meeting me in person? The guy that got his ass kicked at a bagel yeah. shop. Oh, no. God, I hope, well, I guess I don't hope he dies, but I think it would be funny if he did. Like, I think it would be a little, well, like, it'd be an odd slam dunk on his life. I should say, we know he's eventually going to die. I just hope it happens today. 
<laughs> oh my god chris then kept texting me but i didn't respond then on tuesday he sent me this picture with his shirt off and i was like what the hell does he really think i'll be turned on and text him back he doesn't exactly look that sexy god this is Damn. such a okay. fucking dab on his life i feel bad the more i read it like i just can't i feel bad i feel way deep joy in my in my heart <laughs> oh my god but i'm a bully i feel bully i feel like worse me. about the things this woman is saying than him actually getting punched in a fucking bagel shop like i feel like this is this is worse <laughs> oh my god that's because you have a fragile male ego yeah you're right that's that's right yeah but um <laughs> no i just i just hope he dies <laughs> Can't he just like I'm not I'm not big into the death penalty, but I am okay. Can't with he being just like, make it easier on the rest of us? And yeah, like I don't want to read about his ass anymore. Like he has he outstayed his welcome the day after the new the video broke. I mean, like yeah, I get why the the viral video was great. It was funny. It was hilarious to see the little guy freak out. But it's time for him to die. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to jump on this and snag the movie rights about about, well, about a tiny it's because a tiny man. I wouldn't care if he lived. Right. If. Okay. He wasn't the type that's going to try and milk this. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the problem. I don't want to ever fucking read about him again, and I think the only option for that not to happen is if he dies. I mean, certainly... <laughs> It'd be like Brock Turner bragging about how famous he is. Like, I can't imagine being like, like, being like hey, you know me? <laughs> Everybody, you see me on the news, right? How does it feel yeah. me and me in person? <laughs> Like I don't, I don't know if it makes me a bad person to want someone to die just so I don't have to read news articles about it's them sometimes. Pretty, but that's where it's I'm pretty. That's where I'm at. I don't know. That might be the peak of millennial, millennial entitlement. Just be like, <laughs> I just don't want to have to use my eyes to sort through articles about the guy. I just rather he cease to exist. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's perfect. Like Kim Jong Un is at least more entertaining. Where I'm fine with him living right, forever, right? Preferably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> This guy, this a thousand guy, years. That's how I. He's, he's got to go. The bagel boss has got to go. Great. Well, I'm glad anyone named Chris really, because now I'm just going to think about him when I see the name Chris. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't know. I, get I, out the I, fucking guillotine, little guy. Little, little guy. Yeah. Oops. I don't. I'm. I'm ready. I'm done with him. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, now that we've now that we've uh, sullied whatever reputation you and I had, just. Making fun of a guy in a hospital bed. Uh, I don't think anyone death. cares. No, we're right. If you if you are if you're a fucking bagel boss defender, get the fuck off. I my feel podcast. like I feel like we're like those guys that uh, beat up rapists. Like yeah, we're you know, and we're in for murder. You know, like definitely Ooh, all yeah. bad guys. But the rapists are definitely worse than us, right? We're not even in for murder. We're just in because we have a pod a podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. They sent us to jail for the free speech jail. No, you, you, you took that joke to its natural conclusion. All right, so yeah. <laughs> welcome to the uh, Revelations podcast. I'm I'm Cole yeah. Delusky, and I'm Grant DeVoice. And this is the podcast that listen that reads the Bible so that you can listen and don't have to read it. Yeah. Um. And guess what, folks? This is the big ep sixty. That's a big deal, right? Is. 60 is one of those wonderfully divisible numbers. There's so many numbers going to 60. 2, 3, 4, yeah, 5, get them all. 6, 20, 10, yeah. 12. This is and good at this content. point, we're just repeating. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's a lot of numbers going there. For sure. It is, it is amazing that we continue to do this. This is such a vampire on my life. <laughs> maintain those like like people be like hey where are you going this week i gotta read the fucking bible so i can you do blow a different afternoon recording this shit so so yeah. you're welcome America. and we're not just reading listen also let me Canada. tell you guys something 
Yeah, in Canada. Some some somebody in sometimes. Australia, yeah, sometimes. And sometimes why? Yep. Um sometimes Wait, no. Wrong track. Okay, what I was going to say is listen up folks. We don't just read the Bible by the way. We get context, all right? We're reading commentary. We're reading scholars that in ancient Hebrew that write about the Bible, okay? Like this is thorough, all right? We're not Ish. some two-bit Okay, it's not very thorough at all, but we're not like some two-bit... This isn't a hot dog stand. I mean, know? I feel like we do a better job of reading the Bible than people that just a, read it and then try to tell you preacher. that God did it. Yeah, we're do- way better than a pastor or a preacher, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we're not going to lie to you as you. well. They're leading you astray. We're not going to lie. We're going to tell you exactly how it is. We don't pull any punches. We don't candy coat it. We just put it in your mouth. Yeah, great. <laughs> um I think I think this is going to be a fun episode because I've been there's certain things about the Christian history and culture that always kind of confused me, and I always wondered where they came from, and I wanted to know more about it because it just seemed weird that there was these like very specific things people talk about. Um, the Holy Grail is one of them. Um, okay. The Ark of the Covenant. Um, the Holy Grail isn't really even a thing. Yeah, but my Just point is, is that people talk about this shit, you know, the the uh, the Spear of Longinus or whatever the fuck. I, I don't know. There, There's these certain things that... Yeah, well, the Art of the Covenant is a thing. Right. But I'm just but saying. They're but... in popular culture, and there's all these, like, like, oh, yes, this shroud that Jesus was buried, and it's got magical powers. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, now? yeah, yeah. But... <clears throat> I guess my Trump point is is that whatever. we're going to... And all that toast. Yeah. Think of all the toast with Jesus on it. <laughs> my point is, this episode, we have a fun little side story about the Ark of the Covenant. Um, yeah. And, a bottle app. And I, I, I we'll get to it, but I remember reading it, I'm just like, fucking Indiana Jones is some bullshit. This <laughs> doesn't make any goddamn sense. I mean, it kind of is very Indiana jones Yeah, it's, it's, right? it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun app this week. Yes. So... If you're not already aware, we're picking up this week in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 4. So we did the first three chapters this week, last week. Now we're in chapter 4. And the title of this chapter for me, spoiler alert, is The Philistines Capture the Ark. I wonder what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Samuel starts with, just for no reason, I mean, I guess it makes sense that at, at, at this point, uh, a consistent uh, enemy to Israel is the Philistines. Um, yeah. I mean, Samson had to deal with them and going way back. Yeah. And God loves to sell the Jews into slavery to them. Yes, it's hilarious. He loves it. Um, also, real quick recap, if you didn't catch the episodes where we've talked about the Philistines in the past, they are a somewhat Hellenic tribe of people. Um, they're sea peoples. They came from the West. So, like, maybe Crete, maybe Greece, somewhere out that way. Um, no one really knows, but that's our best guess. Mm, and I can't imagine it'll be relevant to whatever the fuck we're talking about today. But It will be, actually. I'm going to talk about it more. So <laughs> oh! All right. Um, so, anyway, the Israels, in a quest for, I guess, freedom from servitude, decide to go out to battle against the Philistines. Well, real quick, it doesn't even say that. I know it doesn't they say that, but do I think it. that's assumed. You know, I, I, I think it it's comes worth up pointing later. out that they're the aggressors here. Uh, okay, um, but anyway, the, the either way, Israel the 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 start of chapter four in First Samuel is Israel mounting an army to attack the Philistines. Yeah, but I think it's important that the Philistines haven't even been mentioned in this book yet, and now we're just like, oh, and so now we're going to go fight them. 
Like it, it's come on. You got to admit it's a little out of the blue. Uh, like we're talking about same. We're talking about same. Uh, I guess. Now we're I guess army. agree to disagree. I mean, they've been fighting the Philistines this whole fucking time since. What would it take for you to agree to agree? <laughs> I, uh, I guess a, a brain aneurysm, maybe, or what? One of those. <laughs> Hopefully you go on those big old guy strokes. strokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So cool. So the Philistines put themselves in a battle ray against Israel, and when they attack is when Israel, I guess, attacks them, uh, the Philistines kick the shit out of them, and four thousand men died on the field. Yeah, which chump change, right? Really chump change. I, I keep that number in mind. Four thousand yeah. from the Philistine, or from the Israel mounting an attack against the Philistines. So uh, this is yeah. why I think about Indiana Jones a little bit. Is that um, <laughs> Israel is defeated, and they're like, "Fuck, what do we do?" Obviously, they're evil and wicked. That's just been a, a common theme. But Israel's like, yes. "How can we?" Obviously, God is not on our side. I wonder if there's a way we can kind of like force it. So yeah. they decide to go to Shiloh and snag the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. So this is like whenever you lose your basketball game and you go home and you're like, I'm not going to lose another one against those guys from the other town. I'm going to put on my lucky socks. Or grab a gun or something. <laughs> like yeah, or like, you know. yeah. Uh, the Ark of the Covenant is kind of a weird crossover between lucky socks and a gun, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, the amalgamation I, I of those feel like, I feel like we're going to get to the story, but I feel like... Um, We'll finish it when we get to the end of it. I'll explain what my analogy was. But for this point, Great. my opinion is that it's like going home. You've been bullied, and then you go oh, home no. and grab your mom and be uh, like, "Oh, the Philistines are attacking me!" And you're like, "Let me." And your mom's like, "Hold on, let's go talk to them." You know? Um, okay, good. You, Just your you're mom. not. I thought you were going somewhere else with this. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, my point is, they the, they're like, "Oh yeah, let's get the Ark of the Covenant." Uh, God obviously isn't coming to our rescue, but maybe if we go and grab it and take it with us into war, we'll kind of force God's hand to like step up for us. Yeah, it's interesting because in the past, um, it's always been God directing them into war. You don't see it happen here, which is, again, why I wanted to point out that they seem like the aggressors. God didn't tell them to go fight the Philistines. Yeah, they're just um, they're just they're trying to start a war and then they're trying to drag God into it. Yeah. Probably because they wanted to rape and pillage, because uh, that's, <laughs> that's what they seems do. to be their two yeah. favorite pastimes. But if we recall, so, that was also the exact same plot of um, <clears throat> Indiana Jones and the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, yeah, that the Nazis wanted the Ark to help Yeah, they were like, the any army carrying the Ark of the Covenant can't be defeated. I'm like, have you guys read the Bible? Well, we'll get to that. So anyway. Uh, yeah, which kind of hilariously is where this ends up. This is, maybe that's what they were doing with the movie. They're just kind of referencing Samuel. With yeah. Ark Interesting. Anyways, so. Which is weird that they were making the Nazis the Israelites, yeah. but we'll let it slide. So it's, the uh, two sons of yeah. Eli, uh, Hopni and Phinehas, um, are there with the Ark of the Covenant, and the people of Israel take it with them, and they bring it to their camp. And Correct. I guess Israel's like, fuck yeah, the Ark's here. Oh, we got this bitch. And they shout so loudly that the Philistines hear them, and are like, the fuck's that about? Yeah, and real quick reminder, uh, Hopni and Phinehas, the two... Uh, sons of Eli that came along are shitheads. We talked about that last last week. They've been been whoring around. And they're bad priests. Basically, eating the wrong meat or whatever. So yeah, bad. Uh, they're real pieces of shit. So I, they're, I, they're real Will Smith, Martin Lawrence type. Okay, 
<laughs> All right. Anyways. Okay, great. Um, I mean, the next Bad Boys movie is coming out soon. Yeah, great. So Let's plug that. Uh, anyway, uh, the okay. point is, is that they're, they're, the Ark of the Covenant is currently in the hands of shitty fucking priests where it's not being properly maintained. And yeah. then a bunch of Israels just are like, yeah, we can just take this with us, which is against the rules, and then carry it into their camp also against the rules. And they're like, yeah, now we got God on our side. Yeah. Not a good idea. Um, so they're all set up. The Philistines are a little freaked out. The Philistines look over. They hear the uproar of the Israelites getting all excited. They see their spies or whatever, their scouts see what's going on. They're like, hey, they have a god in their camp. Oh, fuck. Like, this has never happened. We're doomed. Who's going to save us? Like, what the fuck it's are we going to do? not even that they have a god. It's that they have the god. Like, it's odd that the Philistines are like, oh, fuck. That's the god that fucked up Egypt, and they got it with That's them. That's weird. You know? This one actually just says a god. Really? Um, but they then they go on to say, these are the gods who struck down the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Um, really curious that they're so familiar with this. See, see this is why um, I think it's a sort of a emancipation war. Because Samuel 4, 9, these are the Philistines talking, Be strong and conduct yourselves like men, you Philistines, that you do not become servants of the Hebrews as they have been to you. Conduct yourselves yeah, like men and fight. I don't know. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I guess they could go either way. It doesn't really matter, but, right? Because But, but, all but like I guess bullshit. the point is is that Israel takes the ark. They're like freaking out. They're probably like, oh, we got this in the bag, baby. And the Philistines hear them and are like, oh, God, they've got the fucking God with them. All right, guys, don't worry. Yes, they have the almighty God who destroyed Egypt, but let's just fucking do a chant. Let's fucking put on some axe body spray. Let's go fucking fight them. You know, let's do it. Let's What's do it funny? old school. What's funny is you see so much division in the church, right? And over interpretation of the Bible. And here you and I are both believing this is complete mythological nonsense. And we can't even agree on what's <laughs> We're reading the same thing. Yeah, that's funny. It's kind of like, a, yeah, that's how it goes, I guess. I guess. Anyway, so the Philistines fought and beat the shit out of Israel. <laughs> yeah, very, very um, anticlimactic. So it just says, they fought, the Israelites were defeated, every man fled to his tent, which is a weird tactic. I don't think I would go to my tent if I lost a war. Yeah. I would just keep running. You've never seen Blair Witch But the Project? slaughter was very great. It says that Israel lost 30,000 foot soldiers and the Ark of God was captured also among the slaughtered were Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli. They're dead right. as fuck. So it's a it's a fucking beatdown. So the so Israel thought they could just take the Ark of the Covenant with them and that God would be with them, exactly the same plot of uh, Indiana Jones. But turns yeah. out God's like, no, 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 I'm sitting this out. Yeah. You can you can backfire. You can bring the Ark to the battle, but you can't make him fight. Hmm. But um, that's true. I guess in my analogy, it's it's like Indeed. it's like when you're like, "Mom, help me! This guy's beating the shit," out of you. and your mom's like, "What's going on?" And you're like, "Yeah, your kid kicks my autistic kid every week." And she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit him even worse now." <laughs> no, it's more like if you take your mom because the bo- you're getting bullied, and your mom sees the bully's dad and is like, "I'm gonna go fuck this guy." <laughs> <laughs> I see that porn. Um, anyway, <laughs> so it's funny. So there's a uh, just to let you know kind of what kind of army we're talking about here so a benjamite flees he's there he's like just fresh off whatever the fuck rape he was just doing and um he flees from the battle line and runs back to shiloh all fucked up yeah and as he's running by eli is sitting on like a fence or some shit this is hilarious though i want to draw this out a little bit so (laughs) eli 
is super nervous that the arc is is gone, right? He didn't obviously he protested against it, but I guess his two sons are just kind of I don't know. Uh, they're bigger, they'll shit. beat his yeah, ass yeah. up. And for some reason Samuel is not around for any of this, but somehow they get the arc. Eli's freaking out a little bit. He doesn't seem to care about his sons, but he's worried about the arc being gone. Right. So he goes out and sits kind of on the road into town so that he'll hear the news when it gets back first. Right. Well, hilariously the the one survivor of the battle that comes trudging back into town like walks right past Eli <laughs> into the city and like Eli's like doesn't hear him or whatever the guy goes into the town and then tells everyone what happened and then Eli like hears this murmur in the town yeah, and has to out. go find out yeah so like why the fuck was he sitting out on yeah, the good work. I feel like it's like Eli's like that blind people Eli's like that dad who has this meticulously maintained Ferrari and his kids are like hey dad the fucking one of the boys challenged me to a street race I need to borrow the Corvette he's like well I don't I think Ooh, yeah. I really don't think you should. You know, I kind of worked a lot hard for that. I maintained it my whole life. And they're like, Nah, I already got the keys. I'm out of here. And they just bail. <laughs> and then here comes this guy running back, covered in motor oil. And you're like, That's... <laughs> Here comes their friend. There's <laughs> <laughs> all like his, his arms broken. Yeah, they're just like, I wonder like... what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried drifting. Um, yeah. So Eli hears this murmur. He goes back. He's like, What happened, my son? To the uh, to the person who escaped the, the battle. And he yeah. says, Well. Israel fled from the Philistines, and we suffered some heavy losses. Um, also, by the way, just side note, uh, footnote, your two sons are dead. Oh, and also... <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And the Archon I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but God has been kidnapped. I don't know if that's a big deal to the head priest, but uh, if you care, <laughs> there's, yeah. God's missing. It's basically, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. Uh, so, at this point... Eli is a little upset, just upset enough, in fact, to lean back in his chair out of grief. I didn't know that was a move. <laughs> but his happens. chair falls backwards, um, and he breaks his neck and dies. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's a real Christopher Reeves situation. <laughs> nice. Got him. That was a horse, though. But uh, Right? Okay. He fell off a horse. See, mine says that he was a, yeah, fell off his seat backward, and his neck was broken, and he died. For the man was old and heavy. Oh, and they're calling him fat, too. Yeah, he's a fat, dirty fat slob. piece of shit, Eli. Uh, and he had judged yeah. Israel 40 years, so it kind of says that Eli was a judge. Cool. Um, so, at this point, um, his daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas specifically, was pregnant. Uh, she heard the news that uh, the Ark had been captured and that her father-in-law and husband were dead. Cool. She immediately went into labor because she was pregnant, uh, died in labor. And as she was dying, though, she says, uh, so her, her like maids, the, whatever they called the, uh, what are those nurses called? Wet nurse? No, midwife? the ones that, midwife. Right. Yeah, the midwives are like, don't despair as she's dying. Right? She's <laughs> you got this. Out. They're like, don't worry, you're so, you have given birth to a son. And she goes, name him Ichabod. Which uh, is kind of rude because Ichabod means no glory. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. We've seen this trope before. She's like... She curses the shit out of that she's kid. Like, she's his, like, don't worry. I know you're dying, but don't worry. You're having a son. She's like, name him done fucked up. <laughs> and those were her last words as she bled out. Name, name him shame. Uh, she um, named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel because the ark of God has been captured. And because her father-in-law and her husband have died. Big whoop, lady. It's going to be back in like a week. All Spoiler. right. So that's chapter four. <laughs> chapter four. 
uh, on to chapter five. Let's talk about the shenanigans our friend the Ark is getting yeah, into. Just, so, so another analogy I would also use, it just feels like the, the Israel is like this guy who's got this really smelly diaper. And every time they get into a fight, they just fling shit on everyone. They're like, God, he, he carries that with him everywhere. He's always putting more shit. No, it's just fucking gross. So you finally beat him in a fight. You're like, we got to get that off of him. But now you're carrying around this shit-filled diaper, and you just, you just don't want Israel to have it. But it's also, like, fucking you up, too. Yeah, that sounds about right. Shit diaper. Shit diaper. Good. So. <laughs> That's how I would describe the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant of God. The God. Right. God's presence on earth. Right. Great. Um, so, Philistines got the Ark. They take it from Ebenezer to Ashdod, and they take it specifically into the Temple of Dagon, uh, which I guess is a god that they would worship. Here's the weird thing about Dagon. He's an old Canaanite god from literal millennia. Like, way before this god, right? Dagon is predates all this shit by quite a bit. So it's strange that this seafaring culture from somewhere in the Mediterranean came into Israel pretty recently to this story. And they just sort of landed here. Ancient. And they're already worshiping Dagon. It almost kind of doesn't add up, is what I'm getting at. It, it sounds like um, they mixed two tribes. Like, there would have been, there, there may have been some Canaanite tribes that were worshiping uh, Dagon, yeah. but it doesn't make sense that it'd be like, it'd be like, Coming to it'd be like if Christopher Columbus came to America, and they're like, "Hey, what's up?" And like, do you realize that these Indians are all Muslim? And like, what? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> That'd be dope. It'd be pretty um, fucking cool. They would have fought back. Yeah, yeah, they would have. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so the point is that this sounds more like a smear campaign against a rival god, uh, because what happens is they get it in there. They put the ark sort of across the the room from the statue of Dagon. Everyone goes to sleep because this is like apparently fucking Whoville. And that's what happens. <laughs> like, All right, guys, lights out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's like Santa's coming. So Dagon in the middle of the night, the statue of him falls onto the ground. Um, uh-oh, that's weird, huh? It just laid face down the ground. Uh, so let, let, let's take a moment and kind of talk about some of the symbolism that we're dealing with thus far. Um, I okay. think it's interesting that God basically states like, hey, no idols, no carbon images. I don't want to have a physical presence. I am sort of this living ephemeral God. And yet also the Ark of the Covenant gets taken. Everyone's like, oh, shit, God was in there. He's gone. Like he's been taken. <laughs> like the fuck's going <laughs> yeah. on? Um, and I think it's also kind of interesting because certainly in this time, you know, prior to uh, like Cyrus the Great and shit – the act of warfare of going into town and stealing someone's god is kind of just what you do. It's just part of the fucking it's, – it's stealing their flag almost. I mean, yeah, it's a mad flex for sure. Yeah, like, oh, uh, yeah, good good luck, you fucking Jews. We've got your god over here in our tent. We have him now. Like a, yeah. Kind of like a yeah. panty raid almost. And they, yeah, they've got him up in the old Dagon temple. So that's like basically, like you said, just capture the flag. But, and they're, but, they're, they're asserting authority because, uh, you know, god would have – gods and religion would have played such a pivotal role back then uh i think compared to now that this is actually a big deal like everyone's gonna be like oh no we're not gonna be able to have a harvest or something at this point yeah you know? like they they I, I they make their sacrifices to the tabernacle which houses yeah, the all the fucking the time yeah it's the center of their sort of society uh, something yeah. also interesting so but dagon is actually a fucking statue like yeah. you know, there there is a there's this temple has the statue of Dagon. They put the ark in there, and then the next day the statue's like on its face, 
like falling off onto yeah. the ground. They're like, oh fuck, get him up. It's kind of like if it's kind of like if China came in and invaded and took Netflix, took it back to China with them, oh, okay. and we didn't have it anymore. I'm like, oh, what are we? I was just trying to think of something that was comparable. Yeah, yeah, comparable. So the statue falls over in the middle of the night. They put it back up. They're like, oh, okay, we fixed that. That was, that. That was just a yeah, coincidence. Some paranormal activity shit. It's never fallen over before, but <laughs> it's fine. It falls over again the second night because this time they didn't think to leave a guard, which I would have done, obviously. Right. But when it falls, its head and its hands are broken off from the fall. Yeah. Um, Only the torso was left. Yes. And so I can still party it that. says, yeah, obviously. It actually sounds really cool. This is the weird part. And I, I did a lot, a lot of work to figure out what this means, and I couldn't figure it out. But it says that uh, this is why, to this day, neither the priests of Dagon nor any other who enters Dagon's temple at Ashtad step on the threshold. So they, like, jump over the threshold or something. I tried so hard to figure out what that means. Kugel doesn't mention it. He doesn't mention this entire chapter for some reason. Um, there's two types of sources on the internet about this. Like I try to dig into what's up with not stepping on the threshold at the Temple of Dagon. Yeah. There's either Christians that are like the fucking limp dickest re- explanation of like, oh, it's because God is so powerful and they had to recognize that now. Just like it makes no sense. Okay. It's just so shallow and naive. The others are like crazy occultists. And I found, for instance, the uh, the uh, like black Israelite community has this whole <laughs> thing favorite? where they're explaining – they're dude, I love those guys. And they were explaining how like The Little Mermaid is actually a, a movie that was made to help whites worship Dagon and all this oh, stuff. Great. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Because um I don't know if you looked up in the concordance in biblical concordances it says that Dagon is like a fish god. Yeah. But that's actually a mistranslation. Dagon is in fact a god of like wheat. Mm. They've have found in the past 100 years, but of course no concordance has been updated in the past 100 years. So Bible people are still going with fish god um, that he is not. So he's not Little Mermaid, more of a just farmer, just a farmer. Either god. way, he's some he's a weak ass bitch who just gets fucking. Yeah, I'll up. agree. I mean, I th- and he falls. I over. think if we have to imagine the Ark of the Covenant has a very ominous overtone. It's just sitting there, kind of growling at you. I I, I, I would kind of yeah. give it like a a very paranormal activity cursed vibe. Just bad um, vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you done fucked up. You really should not have stolen the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, not that he did anything really to protect the Jews or protect himself from being stolen, no, but just be clear, Philistines, <laughs> you done <laughs> fucked up. Um, like you, this is not a god you want. <laughs> yeah, like you really. Um, it's like, yay, we finally stole all those polio blankets they've been throwing at us. We're like, I, I'd get rid of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, in keeping with that, the hand of the Lord was heavy on the people of Ashad, and he ravaged them and struck them with tumors both Ashad and its territory. So they've kidnapped the Ark of the Covenant. They've brought it in. All of a sudden, freaky shit starts happening. Uh, their statues start breaking, and then plagues start breaking them out amongst the people. Yeah, that sucks. So the the people are freaking out. And they're like, all right, what are we going to do? How are we going to get rid of uh, this God of Israel? And they're like, well, we could just move it to the other town. <laughs> you know what? You know what I just thought of? It's kind of like the end of Incredibles when uh, he steals the baby. Like thinking like, ah, we got this thing. We've got oh, it. And yeah, it just starts yeah, freaking yeah. out on him. Uh, it's very That's kind of like what that. it feels like. So yeah, this thing's cursing them. And they're like, dude, we got to get rid of this fucking thing. Like, what do we do? It's kind of like when um, like Ohio is trying to get rid of all their homeless. and like, send them to Los Angeles. <laughs> like, just, just put them on a bus and get them anywhere but here. 
Yeah, but that's not at all like that. Okay, I guess I can see. <laughs> you want them gone. Yeah, the homeless didn't give them tumors, though. So, um, yeah. So they send the Ark of the Covenant to Gath. Um, so God is in transit. And he gets there, and of course, immediately the Lord's hand was against the city, it says, throwing them into a great panic. Um, again, there is a plague of tumors. <laughs> Which, damn, God has really stepped uh, up. My Bible said that the word they're using, Ophel and Tihor, translated into tumors, uh, would have been any number of growth or swellings. Um, but it, yeah, it probably would have been, it probably would have been, uh, maybe the best translation is hemorrhoids. Oh, is nice. that, that's kind of what we're talking about. So they're getting hemorrhoids and tumors. It's good stuff. It's just a good time. Right. And do you know what? Do you know what there isn't for hemorrhoids? They don't get, they don't have a certain color ribbon. So it's it's almost double bad that you have them, and then you don't even have a ribbon to show for awareness. Like breast cancer gets pink. Oh my god! Okay. And autism gets <laughs> yeah, the puzzle. Yeah, great. <laughs> oh, poor hemorrhoids people. Oh, why isn't there a march? It's a real. Oh, so you're but now you're acting like this isn't even a big deal. They put it in the Bible. You know it was a big deal. So <laughs> they, shouldn't, they, they shouldn't flex so hard when they're shitting. That's all. I'm telling you. I guess. Um, so anyway, uh, Gaff gets that's, struck, that's and a, they're like, "What do we not do?" A hemorrhoid. That's a hernia. No, I mean, it, yeah, it no. Is. That hernia is whenever you shit too hard. I, I don't want to waste a our time talking like, about, it, but a hemorrhoid can happen when you flex too hard when you're shitting. I thought from just like rubbing your butthole against things. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time looking it up, but you're fucking wrong. <laughs> no, dude, that's what it is. Okay, so anyways. They're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, it's killing us. We all got tumors and hemorrhoids. And that's the end of chapter five, them in a panic. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, what do we do with this fucking thing? Um, yeah. Uh, deadly destruction, hand of God upon them, and the men who did not die were struck with tumors, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. So I'm assuming he's not maintaining No Nut November. God is. He's, he's, he's quite nice. Crazy. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> so that's chapter five. Uh, chapter six, we come back. We're back at with the Philistines again. They're still freaking out. It's been in their territory now for seven months. All right. Um, they've called for their priests, their diviners. This is kind of a callback to Egypt, um, which is what they were doing when the plagues were hitting. Remember, they're like getting all their wizards and stuff together. Right. So the leaders are calling to these uh, holy men magicians what have you saying what do we do with the ark like tell us how to get it back to the jews they need it uh it's fucking with us and uh the guys were like well um if you return it uh don't send it back without a gift because we at least are pretty sure that that would fuck us over. <laughs> like we don't know a lot but you're gonna need to go a little above and beyond it, it does right? seem weird. it seems like the philistines are pretty well versed on like jew sacrificial uh, process at this time because they decide they're going to create a trespass offering. Yeah, because if you if you punch out your buddy's tooth in a scrap, you don't just give it back. You don't just give him a new tooth. <laughs> you give him like a coupon, some, some too, old foods. Yeah, or like some give him a couple beers and a tooth. Yeah, some Mountain Dew and some so, heroin. Yeah, Mountain Dew and heroin. Like Cole said, he he told you to do that. Um, so they're like, all right, what are we going to give them? What's going to be our trespass offering? And the obvious answer, well, God cursed them with tumors. And as it turns out, rats as well, yeah. 
which is why some people think that this may have been alluding to like a bubonic plague type situation. But why don't we take a casting of a tumor and make five gold tumors and a casting of a rat and make five gold rats for them? Yeah, what a, what a <laughs> nice gift. They're like, they're like, oh, God, these these Israelites, they're going to be so pissed that we stole their God, but we got to give it back to them. What, are we gonna, what can we give them that'll make this right? They're like, can we take a cast of my fucking tumor-ridden asshole and then we'll just send it back? They're like, get our finest craftsmen on that. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that the reason they would do that is because They've got this thing. It's giving them all tumors. They have to assume that at some point it does that to the Jews, too. So they're like, these guys must love rats and cancer. <laughs> God, let's give them. I thought these Jews were rats. scary before, but if they're just fine with tumor rats, <laughs> they like that? This is what they worship? Yeah. This is their shit, dude. That's what they're, they're on right now. Deeped? Um, something else that is kind of a reference is apparently at this time. And this is according to my concordance. Uh, part of their superstition would have been to make representations of the sources of their calamities and to try to free themselves oh. from it. They would send them away anyway, that you would make like okay, an so effigy of whatever is bothering you and then like send it outside so the city. Two birds with one stone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense okay. that they would think that. I mean, I would be super. They're we'll, we'll get to the end of the story, but it, it, they're it, dumb it, savages. It, it's confusing as shit. So okay. they decide they're going to make an offering to Israel and return the Ark if they can. And so they also make a really weird point here, the diviners. They say, perhaps he will lift his hand from you and your gods and your land. Why do you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and the Pharaoh did? When Israel's God dealt harshly with them, did they not send the Israelites out so they could go on their way? Now, this is weird. So they're getting pretty deep into Israelite lore. Yeah, these Philistines are quite here. aware of what the Jews did 400 years ago. Yeah, yeah a long ass, at least probably five. I mean, because Judges was about 400 years of span, and then you had yeah, you know, and there was all the time before that. Yeah, Joshua. So what's funny is that obviously the Israelites are writing this story down. How the fuck do they even know what kind of a conversation was going on in the Philistine court? <laughs> yeah, but so th- this is how I feel about this. This is. This is going to be a tough metaphor to follow, so try and keep up. And if it gets too weird, I'll just scrap it. Okay. So I see the Israelites in this story. They're telling this story about how the Philistines responded, right? The Israelites are the school bully, and they had to go to the school psychiatrist. And they're sitting down on the couch. Oh, boy. I can already tell this this analogy is going to be fucking crazy. This is way too long. Shut up. The psychiatrist is asking them, like, oh, why, you know, why did all these bad things happened to uh to little Timmy over here that's all beat up and shit. And he's like, Well, you have to understand that what Timmy did, well it was a lot like what that cat did that pissed me off and well, <laughs> we know where that cat is now, don't we? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. And it's like why are you admitting all these horrible things right, that you did, Israel? Right. <laughs> your horrible treatment of all your neighbors. Yeah, like they're like, hey, this example is just like when the Egyptians got murdered by us for no reason. Like, yeah. Yeah. When when God also made them made them sin against us. <laughs> great. Um, so so I, 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 I think it's great because here, here's going. So the wives of the Philistines are like, we got an idea. Let's make some gold castings of our tumors. Let's make five golden rats. Let's make a brand new cart, get two milk cows, which have never been yoked, and hitch them to the cart and uh, take away their calves and then put the Ark of the Covenant on top of the cart and then throw all that gold and bullshit in with it. And send it away and just let it go. Like, don't 
We're not. We're just gonna put some random calves attached to a new cart, put the Ark of the Covenant, and just leave it. And if it somehow magically finds its way back home, we'll know God's real. It's the world's most expensive Ouija board. Is exactly what it is. And I think almost ironically, it's kind of like one of those things where they're they're testing the existence of God, but kind of like in that way, like okay, I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna flip this coin, and if it lands on heads then God's real, you guys. Like, they're kind of creating this scenario to test the existence of God. Well, it's what Gideon did, remember, with the sponge? I guess, yeah. The I mean, same, same shit. shit. Exact same shit. Like, we're going to yeah. create this crazy fucking scenario, and if it happens... It'll be totally yeah. random. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to push this kid underwater, and if he swims to the surface, he's a witch. You know, whatever. <laughs> if this kid gets away, I don't get to have sex with yeah, him. Yeah, you got, yeah. It's like, um, it's, it's like you've kidnapped a girl... And you've tied her up and like, if she can get out of that straitjacket in an hour, then then it was never meant to be. But if she doesn't... You know. I mean, yeah, that's... Because essentially, the, their plan is that they've put this cart with the Ark of the Covenant on it, and then put a bunch of gold in it, and they're just like watching it, and they just leave it on the road all by itself. And uh, this is Samuel um, 6-9. And watch, if it goes up the road to its own territory... To Beth Shemesh, then he has done us this great evil. Basically, if it goes home all by itself, without a if if the, if the cows just magically take the Ark of the Covenant all the way back home to a place they've never to a place been, they've never been, you. these random Philistine cows, um, if they if God can somehow commandeer the brains of cattle, then we can say that God uh, did all these curses to us and that we were right to get rid of the Ark of the Covenant. But if the cows just chill and do cow things, which is the more obvious chance, yeah, they've really stacked the they deck. They wanted yeah. to keep this gold. Yeah. Is if what the cows doing. just do cow shit and just meander and then find food, then hey guys, the, then God isn't punishing us and we can just take that gold for ourselves, I guess, and keep the ark. Yeah, we just happened to catch the bubonic plague the same day that we got this ark. That's all. Fair. So they take the cows, they hitch them up, they put their calves away, I guess, so that they the calves won't figure into the equation. Um, and sure enough, the cows go straight up towards Beth Shemesh <laughs> with all the gold and the ark, uh, keeping on the road the whole way. So they don't even turn off the road at all. It's pretty impressive. Just, Although I guess that's what a cow would do with the road. Uh, right. Maybe. If I were a cow, I'd just stop and fuck other cows. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd be a really shitty cow because that's a bull's job, idiot. They enjoy it. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. The, can cows scissor each <laughs> That would be funny. Like, if those cows take home and they just start, two t- cows just start 69, I'd be like, man, Hell God yeah. is great. <laughs> All right. Let's, okay. Okay. So, so the people in Beth Shemesh, right, the Israelites that are up there where the cows are currently headed, are out there harvesting their wheat, probably cursing under their breath that they lost their ark like a bunch of idiots. When uh, the cart comes to this field of a, a man named Joshua, not our Joshua, just some other Joshua. And uh, there it stops, right beside a big old rock. So immediately the people jump on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> they, they chop, they chop up the cart, start a fire with it, and sacrifice the cows to God. Yeah. <laughs> like they were thrilled. those cows were like they're like, oh, these these are such good cows. They brought the ark of the covenant here. Get the knife, <laughs> <laughs> bleed the cow dry. Yeah. This um, is interesting. So yeah, the, go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. The Levites, who are the again the the people sworn to take care of the ark of the covenant. Uh, take the ark with it 
and they took the articles of gold and put them on a large stone uh, and they made this burnt offering to the sacrifices, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the fifth, they, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, these are these are definitely sweet ass golden tumors. And they all fucking high fived over, you know. Um, yeah, this reminds me. This reminds me of like something that would happen in Fallout. Uh, like these people, these Israelites are all just worshiping like a nuclear bomb that they found <laughs> yeah, like, and yeah. not realizing why their hair is falling <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck yeah, we got the Ark of the Covenant, and then one of them just explodes, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> cool, sacrifice. cool, cool. Um, so uh, it makes mention that there were five articles of gold, so five golden tumors. Five golden yeah. rats, and these signify the five lords of the Philistines. Um, yep. Who I guess followed it because the, the the they're watching this. Well, they sent scouts, yeah, whatever, and they returned sure. to Ekron, and be like, "Yep, all right, they, God's real." I guess he he yeah, dabbed well, on those they, atheists. Let's not fuck with those guys anymore until we pagans. do it again, like immediately. <laughs> God dabbed on those pagans, made his way home all by himself. Didn't even need your guys' help. They didn't even mount a rescue operation. Seven months gone by, they're just back to making wheat. Yeah, these very these suspicious. Jews don't deserve the Ark of the Covenant, or maybe they like, do. We're about to get even, to that. But. It sounded like they actually had an awesome life uh, without the Ark. They were like, just going were, living their know. life. Maybe that's the story. It's yeah. like it's like oh, they're like their whole life existed over worshiping this fucking box, and yeah. dedicating their life, dedicating their whole life to it. It gets <laughs> imagine, imagine you, if you're an Israelite and you're looking down the road and you see the Ark coming back unguided. <laughs> Like motherfucker! Just like there was just seven months of peace where they're like a curse had been lifted from. They're like, hey, has anyone been smote in the last twenty minutes? And they're like, no, there, there weren't snakes coming out of the ground. There wasn't the earth opening up and consuming wasn't us. Fire. We didn't have to eat quail until it came out of our nose. Seven months of freedom. I feel you know, like this is great. And then just on its own, it's making us. Bad. It'd be like it'd be like if your wife is just such a bitch and you'd love to divorce her, <laughs> but she has all the money, and so you hire a hitman to like kidnap her and kill her, and then she just beats the shit out of him and is like, "I'm home, baby." He's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I already started cheating on you. Like, fuck. I mean, that is that was like the plot of every 1960s comic strip. I think, but yeah, <laughs> sure. She's like put on, she, you just, she just comes home. She's like, I'm back. And he's like, fuck. And she starts putting on her strap on. You're like, damn it. Jesus. I'm so, so glad to see you, baby. the most hilarious twist in this whole story, maybe the whole Bible so far is that it nonchalantly, after we have the whole celebration, the first. And <laughs> sacrifices, this is a uh, first Samuel six nineteen. But God struck down some of the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh, putting 70 of them to death because they looked into the Ark of the Lord. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Mine says he struck 50,000 and 70 men of oh. the people. Yeah, it says a few Hebrew manuscripts, most manuscripts and Septuagints say 50,000 and 70. That's weird. Yeah. So somewhere between 70 and 50,000. 50, <laughs> Somewhere between those numbers, God decided to punish them. It really does feel like like the kidnapped wife comes home, beats the shit out of her kidnapper. She's just a big, beefy girl. He was glad to see her gone. And then she comes yeah. home and she's like, is this what happened to my house? She's like, baby, I'm so glad to see you. She just starts hitting him. She's like, yep, this is this is my life. We're back. We're, We're back. back. We're back in business. I noticed she didn't send yeah, any. Thinking I'm I back. noticed like like the kidnappers like we want fifty thousand dollars. She's like you can have her to be honest. And then she just finds her way back and she's like I heard I heard about that. You guys didn't mount a rescue operation. You didn't try to get the Ark of the Covenant back. I've been kidnapped by these Philistines for seven months and not a fucking peep. And they're like no, just, we were just out here making grain without having to sacrifice bulls every other fucking Friday. Um, what's funny here is that my concordance points out. 
Uh, Beth Shemesh being only a village, there's no way that there was 50,000 people there to die. <laughs> um, so they're saying it must have meant 50 out of a thousand, which I don't understand yeah, what that means. Me. I mean, it very clearly states he struck 50,070 men of the people. So it doesn't, you know, what's the fuck? Who knows? It's funny though. That bunch of them died. <sighs> Why would regardless. they give us a percentage? Like, yes. What's great is that 50 people died. Or fifty, or sorry, seventy people died, or fifty thousand people died. It's all fun. Yeah, it's all, it's all the like, yeah, the Ark of the Covenant's back. Let's crack it open, make sure he's still in there. And he's like, oop, you're not supposed to look in here. I will punish you for your transgression. Congratulations, you just bird boxed yourself. Yeah. You <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show. God's back, everybody. God's back. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh. And then we got China, Netflix back from China. Uh, I love that the men of Beth Shemesh said, oh, f-. so after there's been this great slaughter, cool, cool, I guess I, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like your dog went missing and was just gone for years. And then one day you're just home and he comes back and you're like, oh my God, my dog's back. And you go to hug him and he just bites your face. You're like, oh, that's right. He's a f- fucking dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I hate this. That's the best version. I of forgot I took this dog and dumped him in the woods for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw this dog, I was shooting at it with a pellet gun while it ran away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I lit this dog's tail on fire and threw him off a waterfall, and then he came back and bit me. I fucking hate this dog. Why would it do that? Ugh. Well, but there it is. What a story. Uh, that's a. Uh, that's pretty much it, huh? Yeah. So I guess the last the last little line is so so they're all like, oh fuck, I forgot. Yeah, this Ark of the Covenant fucking sucks. So they sent messengers <laughs> to the inhabitants of Kirchoth Jerem, saying, the Philistines have brought back the Ark of the Lord. Come down and get this fucking thing. So the Ark is just cursing everyone it touches. And even when it gets back to the Jews, like, can someone take this off of us? Like, can you get rid of this thing? <laughs> Please, fast. Really, we're all dying. Really fucking hate the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> well, that's what they get for letting Eli's two asshole sons run amok, you know? Yeah. They all deserved yeah. it. Even the children, especially the children. Anyone actually. who fucks a priest, this is what you're asking for. I'm really blaming those kids for this one. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> what kind Absolutely. of... I, I'm surprised the Catholic Church was like, yeah, we have to cover up all these kids fucking priests. Because if the community finds out that these kids were uh, corrupting these poor priests, God knows what... God, <laughs> God knows what curse God will bring down upon the city of Boston. I don't <laughs> Man, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Totes, bro. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's such a funny. We we're, were done. That's 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 it for this episode. Um, that's but it. Yeah. that's such a funny fucking story. It, it just feels like such a goofy little. Um, what was that story about the brave little toaster? But it's like the Ark of the Covenant just murdering uh, people. What? Brave little toaster. You never seen it? Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, it's about yeah. a toaster that gets left and it has to find its way back home. This inanimate object working its way back. I remember no plot points. I just know that it was brave. It was a toaster. Well, I mean, I'm glad you interrupted my joke. To ch- <laughs> You could well, have just figured out the context. Be- well, I'm just saying, there's a lot of crossover between Brave Little Toaster and Timmy the Tooth for me. I don't know what the fuck Timmy the Tooth is. See? Look oh, at you. Gee, now you're I, breaking what my What the thing. fuck? All right. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, I I, I just man. I just love that it's this little side plot about how I just imagine the Ark of the Covenant just like walking around like one of those fucking furniture from uh, Sleeping Beauty or not Sleeping Beauty but uh, Beauty and the Beast, you know? It's just like, yeah. hey guys, what's up? Curse, 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 and they're like just putting him on a cow. He's like, finally, 
I, I, I wonder what Israel's been up. I got to go back and see them. I can't wait to be home. In the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I just I just imagine an anthropomorphic Ark of the Covenant giving the and plague to people. Yeah. Hope you guys like yeah. rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just not even realizing how bad of a, of a piece of furniture it is. Yeah. It's naughty. Yeah. But that's funny. I mean, uh, c- coming back to uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, pretty fair plot point. That's pretty much exactly the exact same thing that happened. They're like, yeah, we're going yeah, yeah. to carry this. In- except it doesn't – except the people – I mean, I guess the Nazis were using it the way the Israelites did. Initially, yeah. They were going to – But they didn't – and then it just ends up in a warehouse. So there wasn't really any Philistine – I guess it's in an American warehouse – um, Maybe that's why we're all getting autism. No, I mean, not to... <laughs> it's obviously the vaccines. Did God invent vaccines? Um, I, I, I think the point is, is that... God is just a vaccine against sin. True. Fair enough. Think about it. Um, yeah. It's the, the, the point is, is that the Philistines kidnap it. Well, I guess the point is that the Israelites, for whatever reason, thought they could force the Ark's hand. And make yeah. the Ark love them and protect them. And then the Ark just in business for itself. No, for sure. It's in the same way that people will get into a long-term relationship, seeing full well the flaws of their partner right. and thinking that they can change them. A little close to home, but yeah. That they're... <laughs> <laughs> Probably just ruined a thousand relationships. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty funny little dad. I, I feel like it's like... Um, <laughs> it, it, it'd be like this woman being like, oh man, when my boyfriend finds out, he's going to kick the shit out of you. And your boyfriend's like, I'm actually done with your shit. And then just punches you and then goes off with this other chick. And then he comes back I mean, seven months later her. and then goes right back to beating you. Like the whole relationship was kind of fucked up to begin with. And the real problem is sure. that you thought this guy was good in the first place. Yeah. And you thought that you could rely on him in your time of trouble. Yeah. No, not, no, not no, this no. guy. God, ain't, God, God keeps it real. He ain't playing around on his uh, phone. No, I wouldn't. Say no, that. he keeps it real, real. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Playing on his phone. Sure, right. sure, sure. Fun, fun times. <laughs> but good book. Uh, yeah, this was a really weird. There's not a lot to talk about here, just because it was such a small narrative, open and closed case. Like we, it was, a, it was a full story that we did mm-hmm. today. Um, the the arc got captured. The Ark fucked things up and for the Philistines, and the Ark went home. Boom, boom, boom. No mention of Samuel, who is the hero, suspiciously. Yeah. Like, he's been out of the <laughs> Sam just for all seven involved. months. It is interesting that Samuel wasn't involved at all, because he's a sub-priest to Eli. you think he would have been somewhat curious yeah. about his mentors dying, uh, Hopney and Phineas. I'm actually pissed that he's not in trouble for this. Yeah, because he's got to be, like, in charge, right? Everyone's dead, except for Samuel. He's the only guy left in the um, temple. Yeah, but and he was just like, let's just leave it over there for. A I while. guess to be fair, Samuel's in Shiloh, and yeah, the, where they the took. Ark, I mean, he let him take it in the first place. Yeah, but he wasn't in charge. Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas outranked him. They allowed the Ark to be taken. Then they all died for it. Yeah, but why didn't he do some like? Why didn't he like imbue the power of God into his fist and pummel them to death? Good point. Good point. And you know, I think the whole point was that God could handle this all on his own. He was like, no, no, no I got Whatever. God's a little I got some plans ass. for these guys. Don't worry. I can I can take care of myself. Thank you very much. I don't need no what, demand. Dude, what if Samuel did all this? <laughs> what if it was actually him pulling the strings behind yeah, God? That's think about it. They just, they just go like, Samuel, Samuel, the ark's missing. And you just see his eyes rolling back and he's speaking in tongues he, and he's giving people ass he, bumps. He's wearing like lead-lined gloves, putting a fucking ball of plutonium into the ark. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, let's listen to that. That's what killed all the people. He's just got a burlap sack of bubonic fleas. He's just dumping it in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, no, you take it. You take it with you. You guys are good. This Trojan I horse. I like the radioactive. I like the radioactivity where it's like so radioactive you can almost hear it humming and you're like, man, there's something weird about God, that. Can you thing. hear the voice of God? And just like, it sounds like a mosquito trap. So that's actually x-rays penetrating your skull. <laughs> do you guys, do you smell something burning? That's the Ark of the Covenant, baby. Like, no, 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 no. This I rash, this rash is breaking out all over me. Fun. Fun. Uh, Chernobyl yeah. 2, God Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Good book. Hell Funny yeah. Funny shit. Good job, Art. All right. I think that's... Is that it for today? It. There's not really much to talk that's about. Plenty. I mean, maybe... I wonder... No. I wonder... I wonder... It seems like such a stupid, simple story, but I'm reading it, and I wonder if it's a lot deeper than we're giving it meaning to. Like, I wonder about the whole fucking with Dagon, the whole giving them plagues, the, the, they're referencing Pharaoh again for some reason... Uh, the Ark, for whatever reason, is making moves on its own. Uh, the whole cattle taking it home on its own thing. There's a lot of weird... It seems like a simple story, but the more I think about it, I think there's a lot of like these little weird things that might be highly symbolic, and I just don't pick up on it. Yeah, I mean, it was... Um, it's funny, because... Yeah, Kugel didn't write about any of these three chapters at huh. all, oddly. Like, not at all. And so... But you're right. There's a lot of weird shit happening. That's just kind of we have to just brush over it because we don't know why. I think no. is the problem. Yeah. Um, no one knows why. No one knows what the fuck is up with the Dagon worship. No one knows what is up with like this whole. What are the are they tumors? Are they hemorrhoids? Is it fight? What is this? Like no no one knows what's going on here. They don't even know how many people died at Beth Shemeshemesh or whatever the fuck it was called. So it's like. Yeah. I think people stay away from it because they're scared. <laughs> they don't know what it means. And that's kind of a big flaw in it being the religion that guides your entire life. They just gloss over it. I just feel like maybe, I feel like if it was like a Marvel movie, there'd just be like some background character that just comes up later. They're like, and that woman in the Philistines was Mary Kate Hitler. And you're like, oh, that's good. <laughs> that's going to come up later, yeah, you yeah. guys. I think. <laughs> well, I think they definitely use it as an opportunity to smack on the Philistines, to talk smack on uh dagon you know to take little pot shots like they do all the I, time. I feel like maybe god was just getting bored he orchestrated this whole thing he's like you know what man sometimes you just get so tired of holocausting on jews that sometimes you just gotta find some other guy just to keep your skills fresh like yeah fucking up fucking up my own people that's fun that's great i'll do that Ooh, any so day he's, week, but now i want to take on dagon you've already gone well 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 over our metaphor limit for the episode <laughs> but it's kind of like he's stitch that's how i see him Lilo, now. from Lilo and stitch yeah, yeah. Like, he's a pain in the ass to Lilo. Like, she always has to deal with him. But, like, he's actually, like, when he gets out, he'll, like, terrorize people. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> like, it's kind of like a little he's monster. space Osama is how I <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but cuter. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. You can't be cuter I just feel Osama. like. I, I feel, All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> is it's that good it? Shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's funny. Uh, folks, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter, at Revelations, And if you want to send us an email, you can do that to irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Cole, do you got anything for the people? Uh, I was, but I was just going to talk about, uh, apparently, all I have is trans and incels. So thank you. Thank you for that. That's all I really had. All right, shut up.